What's up, everybody? My name is Jordan, the Giant Quesada. You're listening to the Stolen Gimmicks Pro Wrestling Podcast, episode 49. I'm joined by my co-host, Joe. What's up, man? Uh, We are here Thursday night before this is supposed to go up on Friday at about, what, 9? 9.30. (laughs) Yeah, 8.30 my time. I I just woke up. I uh on the days that we're supposed to record, I will set an alarm at like thirty minute intervals, waiting for Jordan, and he always messages me right after I have woke up to check my phone and went back to sleep. So I, I'll be asleep for like twenty nine more minutes, and he'll be freaking out within that little interval, and then I'll wake up and I'll be like, I'm ready. <laughs> so I didn't freak out at all this time. I um not this time, this time, it's, but it's last not, week was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. It's 9.30 at night, and I uh, we couldn't record yesterday because I worked super late, and I was like, oh, can we do it tomorrow? And then today, my boss is like, oh, it's supposed to snow real bad tomorrow, so maybe work ahead. So I decided to do my whole Friday on top of my whole Thursday, and I worked 14 hours, and I just got home about an hour ago. Um, I'm tired as shit, but I have some energy in me. I uh, drink one of those WWE C4 energies. They're pretty good. Not Not bad. Uh, so you turned your back on your company, huh? I know, I know. And I bought it on the clock in my Red Bull uniform. <laughs> good job. Jeez, oh, If I got caught doing that, it would not be good. It would not be good. Womp, um, womp. But yeah, whatever. They have no proof except for me saying it on my podcast. But I don't think any of them listen to it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're doing this super late. Uh, we're going to try and get through it. But there's honestly a good amount of stuff to talk about here. I'll get through it. I'll drag Jordan through no matter what. Yep. The question will be, when will this get posted? That's the big question. Yeah, because I doubt I edit it tonight. I'll probably edit it tomorrow. We'll see. All right. Well, go to our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash stolen gimmicks. You can get our social media websites, our podcast links, and our t-shirt merchandise store. So go check that out uh, for, for more stolen gimmicks. Um, so, yeah. Um, also, we're doing a rumble poll. Uh, we're gonna give away. I don't know what I, I said. A WWE Shop T-shirt. It might be a uh, a crate of a bunch of fun goodies and maybe a shirt. I don't know. We'll see. But there's gonna be a prize involved. Um, we already got like ten or fifteen people in it. I'm gonna put it live on today, Friday. Um, so I'm gonna put it up. And if you already claimed a spot, you're in. But I'm going to let other people join. They're going to have to retweet and follow. So it's going to hopefully get us some exposure. And if more than 30 people do it, if up to 60 people do it. The, so the first 30 people will be in the Rumble. If 60 people get in, we'll do a women's Rumble. Um, but yeah, I doubt 60 people will retweet. But yeah, we're doing a Rumble pool. Someone will win something. It'll be fun. <laughs> and if you want to be in a paid Rumble pool, let me know. I got one of those going. So it's always my favorite part of the Royal Rumble. Um, so yeah. Let's get into some news here. Um, It just dropped about 20 minutes ago, but New Japan Pro Wrestling is reporting. Uh, They put out a press release and everything. Uh, Okada is leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling. His contract ends on the 31st of January. And yeah, where do you think he goes, Joe? Um, So this was just dropped to me by Jordan. Uh, I have not been on uh, Twitter to look at this. I, I, from first hearing it, um, I'll have to read the press release, but 
from first hearing it, I got to assume that AEW might be the spot for him um, since Royal Rumble is not really a possibility. But I could see him going to WWE at a part-time schedule and just working some exhibitions, um, specifically starting at WrestleMania. But if WWE could somehow get him on a full-time deal, that would be a great way for him to do the Shinsuke method of get all of your crazy matches out of the way and then go make your money type of type of thing. Not that he doesn't have money already. God forbid. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dude, he, he's got to be b- far and away New Japan's top earner by now. Um, yeah. But I, I could imagine that WWE's got to be on his mind in some way since Shinsuke kind of laid the foundation for New Japan guys to kind of do that. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I would like to see him in WWE. I think that'd be a more interesting choice because, like, I think AEW is probably where he'll end up. Uh, we've seen him in AEW. Yeah, I, I think I disagree. I think I think AEW would be the more interesting choice just because um, AEW is yet to have a top Japanese wrestler that they could sure. use. No, I know a, what you mean by that in a but, big time spot. I think it would just be interesting to see him in WWE. Like, it'd be holy shit! What the hell is Okada doing? It, I think that that's what I meant by that. I hear you. It would be interesting for like the first match or feud. And then after yeah. that, it's where do you go? That's sure. when things would kind of maybe go off the rails for me. Because if he's instantly yeah. um, getting trapped into a Judgment Day feud, yeah, miss me with that. So. Yeah. Um, I read or I heard on a podcast that his most recent deals with New Japan were one year long. Like he just had one year long deals. Mm. If that's how he's That's doing how New things, Japan does their business. Okay. And I feel like yeah. WWE or AEW, they don't like that. But I think that would be interesting if maybe he's like, oh, let's try out WWE for a year. Do a year, see if I like it. Maybe I'll sign another one at the end. That yeah, could be interesting. New Japan, but... New Japan typically has most of their roster. Some of them are on multi-year deals, but most of their roster comes up in January. And they they redo everybody's deal after Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, okay. So I know uh, a few weeks ago, a lot of Gaijins were being reported as uh, free agents like Gabe Kidd and Coglin and a bunch of others and um some of them might leak out and not come back but that's just how their contracts work sure, a sure. lot of them are up in january well so. anyways it sounds like he's definitely leaving he's not going to resign at all and he's probably going to show up in one of those two big companies uh or yeah. he stays or he stays in japan and he shows up in noah or he i don't see him showing up in all japan but i could see him showing up in noah at least for a little while Sure. So, wouldn't be the most yeah. shocking thing. It'll be interesting. I'm sure we'll talk about it when it happens. Um, as you, as you yawn, I heard that. Yeah, I did yawn, but I didn't mean to yawn because of that. I'm just tired of shit. <laughs> I thought I masked it well, but I did not. Um, Paul Walter Hauser. Do you know of him at all? I do not. Okay. I know that he was he was involved in something um, earlier this year to do with wrestling. On yeah. The Yes, he he won a Golden Globe last year, and he brought it to AEW, um, and he got a guitar shot from Jeff Jarrett. That was about mm. a year ago. Um, but now the Emmys are like five or six months behind, and they're just now in that area of um, that year of stuff. They're giving awards still. So he won an Emmy uh, for his role in Blackbird, which is a great show. Uh, my dad and I watched it. Absolutely incredible. And he is... He's insane. Like, he's a great actor. He won an Emmy. Um, And I did see that it was reported that he's going to be wrestling Matt Cardona in March. And in his Emmy speech, he first of all, he's chewing the whole time, which was kind of irritating. 
but he starts dropping uh he's like rapping and he calls out he talks about Ibushi um and then he uh says I'm going to beat Matt Cardona and then at the end he says get the tables so he's wrestling uh talk in there I think that's pretty cool at the Emmys one of the biggest uh, nights in Hollywood in front of the most famous people in the world no the um, biggest nights in Hollywood was WrestleMania 39 WrestleMania goes Hollywood you're right. It was definitely a lot more people was, at WrestleMania. It was, two, it was two more bigger nights. I agree. I agree. They were but, they were more bigger than the Emmys. So, but I will say, uh, just talk about wrestling and call out Matt Cardona, the indie god, in front of the most famous people in the United States and the world. It's pretty fucking crazy. Pretty cool. Uh, I love to see it. And um, he's going to be wrestling Matt Cardona. I think March. Um, I have it right here. Uh, 16th that revolver wrestling so that'll be on fight tv <laughs> pretty cool i just thought it was cool that he named shot matt cardona um i always liked award shows and i wish wwe would bring back the slammies so i enjoyed those yeah um up next on the news we had grayson waller and la knight were on an australian news uh talk show and they like kind of like hinted that wrestling's not real and like oh do you want to do one of your moves on us and grayson waller wasn't have it and he went off on the the news anchor and the guy uh what a cameraman or something um it kind of looked like a work to me i thought it was kind of like set up but people are acting like it's the craziest thing that's ever happened i mean these type of things have happened before and i gotta say if it was a shoot good for waller um kind of got some brownie points with me you know Uh for for sticking up for his craft i never understood if you're a reporter why you would ask something like that. That's like having Ray Lewis in your studio and going, Hey, can you tackle me? Or having Mike Tyson in your studio and going, Hey, could you punch me? Like, why are you asking to have LA Knight slam your head into the ground as hard as he can? Because that's what his finisher is. And I guarantee you that he's not gonna do it work style on you. He's going to curb stomp you with his He's going to take his arms and absolutely like not that he would do that to a regular person, but if he really wanted to hurt somebody with his finishing move, he probably could. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I don't understand that logic. If you're a reporter, like why ask, why are you asking these athletic dudes questions that are going to piss them off and lead to you getting hurt if they actually follow through with what you Mm -hmm. want them to do? Like not a good look. Yeah, somebody edited together all the times that uh, reporters asked wrestlers about, like, is it fake or, like, kind of, like, taunted them. And mm. it was such a great video. It's like you see. Vader uh, is always the best one. Yeah, to and me. the Waller one kind of reminded me of Vader, but Waller didn't get physical. Um, right. But, Does this feel fake? Yeah, but it's because uh, in the Vader one, Undertaker's just sitting there all chill, just watching it happen. And then LA Knight was just sitting there all chill watching it happen. So it's pretty funny. Yeah. I, I was thinking, though, if they asked Waller to do his finisher, he couldn't because there's no ropes for him to roll through like he usually does. True. You got to be able to you got to be able to do the goofy roll before the stutter. That's my biggest gripe with Grayson Waller is, for one, his gear is kind of goofy looking. Yeah. And two, his finisher is overly convoluted. So, yeah, I um I really didn't like his gear for the longest time, but it's kind of grown on me. I'm just used to it by now. But yeah, yeah, that's I, not I, a good thing. Yeah, and then now Kofi Kingston's wearing the same fucking thing. Looks Dude, ridiculous. looks like yeah, it looks backyard as hell in my opinion. Yep. Um, up next we have a couple injuries, um, or a potential injury, and a definitely confirmed one. Cora Jade has a torn ACL. 
Um, that means she's going to be out for probably a year, and that sucks because she just got back after being gone for a year. Um, that's pretty fucking terrible, honestly. Um, and then Seth Rollins in his match with Jinder Mahal on Monday Night Raw, um, apparently he needed help getting backstage. Um, and I know Bully Ray tweeted that he's like, that didn't look good. I have a feeling that his knees really messed up. And that really sucks because we're going into WrestleMania season and they pulled him from the live events this weekend, but he's still scheduled for Monday night raw. So I'm a little worried about that. Um, I'm thinking, let's say he is injured and he can't wrestle at WrestleMania. I mean, right now we're really thinking it's going to be Seth Rollins versus CM Punk. I would probably have him come out to open raw, have Damian priest cash in, get some major heel heat for, uh, getting him when he's injured because he's going to announce, oh, I'm injured, I'm going to miss this time, and then cash in, gets a major heel heat. Uh, then it's Damian Priest versus McIntyre in the main event of Raw, which is already confirmed. And I'd probably have McIntyre just take the title right away. Um, and then have McIntyre versus CM Punk. That's probably what I would do because the, they've been. I, I would pivot entirely. I okay. would have Gunther and uh, somebody for the world. I don't know exactly who, but Gunther versus. I hypothetically, Sami Zayn uh, worked towards for WrestleMania. I've mentioned that match before um, mm-hmm. for the world title. That's how I would somehow try to get there if Seth can't um, go. And then what I would do is I'd completely pivot with Punk and I'd try to somehow get Austin into Philly. That'd be cool. And do, get the Punk and Austin match out of the way. That's yeah, what I'd why, do anyway. Why not? Yeah. And another thing they could do, let's say Seth Rollins is injured, um, put the title on the line for the Royal Rumble. <laughs> they could do that again. Um, why not? And yeah, they- but that that also, I mean, I get what you're saying, but that also it would be like, hey, SmackDown can potentially win our title. You know, it'd be kind yeah. of kayfabe wise. No, kayfabe wise, though, it would make no sense. Is what I'm well, saying. If you're, like, if why you- would Pierce put his brand's championship on the line? Because in kayfabe, he has control over that belt. Um, yeah. if it's vacated, why would he put it on the line where a SmackDown guy can win it? Yeah, you know? I mean, at that point, they'd have to say if you win it, you're drafted to Raw or you're a trade. Yeah, I don't know, but just then, why idea. would Nick Aldis agree to that? You know, because yeah, he no, he it. could possibly lose somebody and get nothing in return. I I think what would the likeliest scenario is either what you said or some sort of tournament being set sure. up, and that is how I'd get Gunther or Sami Zayn there is with that, a, a tournament. Would you have Gunther just be double champion? Um. See, that's hard to say, but yes, I think you would have to. I feel and like he, de- he deserves it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he deserves it, but then I think he he's the type of uh, character where he could literally just focus on the world title and say, I don't need this this other one anymore. I'm I'm focusing on the on the grand prize. I don't I don't really care about the intercontinental title. Just give anymore. it up instead of losing it. Maybe yep, just hand, hand it off. Just relinquish. Yeah. Just hand it off to Ludwig. Here, this. I wouldn't I wouldn't hate that. I mean, and, then Ludwig, and then Ludwig could eventually lose it pretty quick, like in a few months. By the and first night. Keep... What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, yes. <laughs> and then and then Gunther and, and, and Ludwig are, all, are back at odds. Yeah. So Jeez. I don't know. We'll see. Uh this is all speculation depending yeah, on Seth's injury. So we'll I see. Really hope but, if they need to, maybe he's just a little beat up. If he has to not wrestle until WrestleMania, that'll be okay. Uh, I would prefer him keep the title going into WrestleMania if he can have that match um, because that's a big money match right there. Um, And it sucks. I would hate to see him go out with injury this close to WrestleMania. Would you have 
Would you have Damian Priest ruin the match at WrestleMania if Seth is like injured? Make it a shorter match with Damian kind of ruining it and uh, getting a ton of heat at WrestleMania, and if, then you have Punk facing Damian right after Mania. Yeah, uh, if if they're not confident that's uh, that Seth Rollins can't go to Mania, they I think they need to get that title off of him. I agree. Way before like Monday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which it really sucks, right. but that I think like if they're not confident it's going to happen, maybe they they can do what they did with Naomi at WrestleMania 33, where she drops the title a couple weeks before because they don't think she's going to make WrestleMania, but then she gets cleared and then she shows up at Mania and wins the title back. But that's a little ridiculous. But brother, yeah. I'll be honest, I do not remember WrestleMania 33 Naomi storyline. <laughs> you only remember that because you went. Yeah, that is crazy. It's true. It's true. Yeah, it's because I was there. Uh, but yeah, anyways, let's get into some wrestle roundup here. We watched uh, TNA Hard to Kill this past weekend. Um, we we purchased it uh, a TNA yep. pay per view in twenty twenty four. Uh, what do you think? Um, okay, so couple things, couple issues before we even get into the show itself. Sure. One, the audio issues throughout this entire show were not good at all. Mm-hmm. Um, at times, the commentators were blaring through our. Uh, through my TV. I don't know about you, but at times the commentators seem way too loud. Yeah. At other times they seem too low. At, at all times, backstage segments seemed way too low um, to where I couldn't hear it. Um, music seemed imbalanced compared to the crowd. Like there was a lot of balancing issues on their end that they need to clean up. Um, and then my other issue is that we purchased it on fight. And I guess the fight, feed doesn't come with the pre-show which is weird i guess that's only for tna plus people which is fine but that was not like i guess it It was probably but it wasn't explicitly explained like they needed to advertise that shit not that i really cared to see the Uh pre-show but i had a friend over and i had to kill an extra hour while wrestling was going on because we didn't have access to the pre-show so it was kind of annoying you know, if I was by myself, no big deal. I'll go do whatever for an hour. But yeah. since I was entertaining somebody, it kind of sucked because I had I told him to be there at a certain time. And uh-huh. then he's here and I couldn't, you know, show him the pre-show. So we yeah. had to just chill. So, yeah, I think like the pre-show is something that should just be free on like YouTube. Like WWE yeah. does it, AEW Always. does it. Like you want to get people like last minute. Like, OK, you know what? I'm going to check out this show. Why would they put it behind an extra paywall? That's insane to me. Uh, especially like, oh, let's offer our pay-per-view on an, other platforms where you can buy it, but you still got to pay that extra money to come watch the pre-show on our platform. It's, it's very strange. Um, but yeah, it didn't really bother me. I don't think we missed too much. We missed Top Dalla, um, or AJ Francis debuting in TNA um, and messing with Joe Hendry. We missed that. Big deal. Um, a couple of pre-show matches. I know Brian Myers wrestled. Um, Crazy Steve beat Tommy Dreamer for the Digital Media Championship. But other than that, we didn't really miss much. Yeah, I would have kind of liked to see uh, Crazy Steve beat Dreamer because I'm yeah. glad that Dreamer lost. But other than that, we didn't miss much. It was just the concept of, hey, at least it would have been something to have on uh-huh. at that time. Absolutely. So. Uh, but I... I um my dad didn't want to watch the show, so I had to come up to my office where I had this shitty ass old TV, and I hooked up my Xbox and tried to down nope no fight TV. Hooked up my PlayStation Five, 
nope, no fight TV. And then I finally just plugged in my fucking laptop and put the HDMI cord in there. But at that point, I would have just pirated it. Like, well, I was like, what? I, I don't fuck? know why you, it was easy. I don't know why you didn't go uh, to your Xbox and load it on Chrome. Does that work well? Yeah, yeah. just search okay. up fight TV, log in, and, and it's it's easy. That's what I do with, with most everything. Hmm. Um, I, yeah. I, I watch all sorts of wrestling on my, uh, Xbox using Chrome. It's the best way to go. Honestly, I, wow. I struggle to cast things or use apps on Xbox. Chrome works great for okay, streaming cool. wrestling. I so will, future, reference. I think, and you were messaging me kind of complaining and, and stuff. And I told <laughs> you the Chrome thing, but I don't think you were hearing it. You were, you were pissed and tired. Oh, I guess, you know, I, I was hearing it because at one point I had it set up because my laptop was taking forever to boot up as it always does. And I ha- actually was in the, the browser about to do it. And then I was like, okay, laptops on. And I just went with that. But gotcha. I was, yeah, it's whatever. Uh, I watched it. I honestly, I'm not going to say it wasn't good, but I just was out of it that night. I was, not in my element where I'm used to watching wrestling. The TV sucked. No one was around me. Like I'm not used to watching wrestling alone. So to me, I was not having a good time. Um, but I see, do think- I always watch wrestling alone. So uh-huh. it, it's a little, it's a little different from my yeah. perspective. I had a friend over, which kind of was different, especially <laughs> for something like this, like a TNA show. Sure. That not only usually i can kind of fill him in on what's going on because i'm uh-huh. way deep in the weeds with everything wrestling but tna had been like off for a month had no like virtually no storylines going into the show i didn't know what was going on i knew everybody that was on the show but i didn't know yeah like i i there was no way for me to like keep up so that was kind of annoying because i'm used to like knowing what's going on mm-hmm. going into a show um but I will say, out of this whole weekend, there was a lot of good, but nothing great. Um, yeah, I, I do want to bring up that there was a uh, Okada Osprey match happening um, right after Hard to Kill in at yeah. uh, Battle in the Valley, and it got outclassed by the match before it, which was uh, Shigo Takagi and John Moxley. Wow, no DQ. If you if you haven't seen that no DQ match, Jordan, you need to go watch it. It's very good. And I'm yeah, not well. a big Moxley guy, but Shingo and and Moxley is is very good. Nice. Uh, Osprey and Osprey and Okada was fine, but it wasn't as great as previous matches. So. Yeah. I forgot to put the New Japan on the notes so that you could talk about it. But also on the New Japan show, Jungle Boy showed up or Jack Perry um, and attacked um, Yumino. Is that the guy's name? Shota Umino. It is. Umino. Uh, okay. He's the son of Red Shoes. Yeah. Uh, you know, the I knew referee. that much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, he, he attacked him and then put on a, a thing arm man that said scapegoat and t- tear it up an AEW contract. Yeah, a totally legally binding, legitimate, <laughs> realistic contract. No, yeah. I, I I am I am kind of interesting, inter- sure. interesting, interested yeah. to see where that goes. Uh, I don't know. I I'll, I'll at least watch, keep up, but uh, I'm not gonna hate on him just because the whole CM Punk thing. He, yeah, he still is a young, talented guy that that needs to do something in wrestling. So, and he really is talented. I, I think he's a great talent and I'm, I, I want to see him grow and potentially like get away from the whole CM Punk thing. And I, I wouldn't I, say great talent, but he's a, he's a prospect that has <laughs> potential. So, yeah, well, yeah. So let's get into the CNA show real quick. Um, Giselle Shaw wins the knockouts ultimate X match, um, which she's number one contender now for the knockouts title. Uh, yes, as far as I understand it, that's what this match uh, determined. Yeah. 
Um, so then, yeah, she won that match. Some fun spots. A little sloppy, but whatever. Overly convoluted, like yeah. uh, Ultimate X matches typically are. For and sure. with, with a ton of people like there was in this match, we're not even going to name them all because there was a shitload of people. Yeah, I didn't even put uh, them down. Dude, there was like eight people in this <laughs> match. Yeah, you could tell they were all unfamiliar or uh, inexperienced with the match type. That Yeah, that's I think this was like the second ever uh, women's ultimate X yeah, to put but, that in context. But yeah. So. Uh, Giselle Shaw wins the match. Um, and then we had a, a, I don't think I wrote down all the matches, but I wrote down the ones that somewhat matter. Uh, the decay Jessica havoc and Rosemary defeat MK ultra killer Kelly and my, I put Marsha, Masha Slamovic, uh, for the TNA knockout. Yes. New, new champions. Uh, they were like yes. a surprise return. Um, which I didn't know that cause I haven't been up to date Same. on TNA. Yeah. So I, was I was like, like oh, oh, cool, Rosemary. Cool. <laughs> I, I, I know Rosemary from yeah. uh, the original Decay stable yeah. like 10 years ago. So Yeah, so the, the commentary is like, oh, we didn't even know about this match. So I was like, oh, who's coming out then? And then it was Decay. Um, but I also want to mention Aiden English. I don't know his uh, real name. Um, he sounds a lot like Corey Graves. He reminds me a lot of Corey Graves. It's uh, Matthew Raywalt. Yeah. Real name. Aiden English. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, he has week. not been Aiden English for like <laughs> six years. You're so weird. Yeah. Anyways, continue. Yeah. Um, Chris Sabin retains the TNA X Division title in a three-way against El Hijo, Delvin, Vikingo, and uh, Kushida. And autocorrect. What? Yeah, <laughs> El- I was about to say, who's that? <laughs> Kushiro is what autocorrect, uh, autocorrected it. So yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, so Chris Sabin retains. Up next, we have ABC, which I'm assuming means something Bullet Club. No, it's a, a Ace a- and Bay connection. Okay, that's cool. I just knew they yeah, were Yeah, they were the staying it on commentary. Man, yeah. you really must have been tired. You weren't paying attention or listening. Yeah. They said it a bunch. Um, yeah. By the way, that X Division three-way uh, had good. to be up there for, mat- for Match of the Night for me on this show. Yeah, But Kingo always does something absurd. Absolutely, so yeah. My buddy I, was very impressed with the Kingo. That was yeah, probably my favorite match of the night was that one. Um, but yeah, ABC retains the TNA tag titles in a four-way. I know the uh, Grizzled Young Veterans were in that, the Rascals, yep. and I forget the other team, honestly. It um, was, okay, it was ABC, <laughs> Grizzled Young Veterans, uh, Rascals, and I forget the other team, honestly. No. Yeah. I, I, I actually can't remember either, so uh yeah. must anyways. not that great. We, we did watch this, I promise. Um then, then we had Josh Alexander defeating Alex Hammerstone. This was my match of the night. Oh, it was good. I did like this one. Um, this was probably the first like match I've watched with Alex Hammerstone and probably Josh Alexander. If I got to be honest, I will say they uh, they had Josh Alexander kick out of, of about every Hammerstone uh, move that I've ever seen Hammerstone do. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see where they go for where they go to from here if they end up signing Hammerstone, which they haven't officially yet. Yeah. As that that I know of. Um, but Josh Alexander, holy crap. They uh they have that dude kick out of everything every time I see him wrestle. And he's wrestling Osprey tonight, so I'd imagine it's more of the same. Yeah. Um he's, he's good another, though. Yeah, he's another one that for some reason his gear bothers me. I, I think it's the headgear. Just the headgear. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. gotta be. It, it is a little off putting until you're used to it. Yeah. Um then up next we have Jordan Grace defeating Trinity for the TNA knockouts championship. Uh, Trinity is reportedly uh, going to back to the WWE, um, so that's pretty cool. And then we had uh, Ash by Elegance ringside, um, who is it's Dana Brooke, a uh, new name, strange name, 
And I'm seeing a lot of comparisons to Tony Storm, which I find to be a little ridiculous. We yeah, always she's blonde. Yeah, she's blonde and she has a dude with her. Uh, and has a nice hairstyle that kind of reminds me of Tony Storm. But it's it, like we haven't seen her talk. We haven't seen her wrestle. Like we just saw her in a fucking crowd. Like people, ah, it's Tony Storm. No. Yeah. Maybe next week we'll have the conversation where, like, yeah, kind of is, but not yet. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm going to just... check out Impact after this recording. So yeah. maybe, maybe I'll be able to tell you a little more next week. But yeah, I'm excited for Dana Brooke, though. Um, I I'm never a huge fan of her, but it, it's always interesting to see how somebody leaves WWE and how they do outside of WWE because WWE is a different system than anywhere else. So um, it could be good, could be really bad. So we'll see. Um, I don't know. Typically, typically people leaving WWE, especially in recent years, a lot more than most have mm-hmm. flourished. The you know from the ones that have actually tried. You know, some people just straight up leave the wrestling business. But from the people that I actually try, tend to do pretty well for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I said I'm, I'm excited to see. Um, maybe in a couple of years, she'll be back in WWE. And um, kind of like Cody Rhodes. Um, un- we'll see. Un- undesirable to undeniable is what uh, Corey Graves said. So, yeah, like you said, we'll see. Uh, then we have the main event. Moose defeats Alex Shelley for the TNA world title. Um yeah, Moose won. I was pretty excited. I like Moose. I think he's pretty cool. I can't say I'm a huge Moose guy. Um, mm-hmm. he's he has improved a lot since yeah. uh, he first came around, and he was really awful when he first started wrestling. But uh, I I don't know. I'm just not that enthralled with Moose matches. I figured that he'd kind of win, mm-hmm. and they would go some in a different direction. Um, but hopefully he's not champion forever. They're starting this like n- new heel faction with him. It's called the system and it includes Brian Myers, Eddie Edwards and Alicia Edwards. Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see where that goes. Um, but after, um, after that match and after the system came out, uh, Nick Nemeth also made a wild appearance. Yeah, this is so, cool. This, yeah. This is really I, cool. I, I like him popping up everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. so he, He's appeared in New Japan, already has a match booked for New Japan. Now he's appearing in TNA. He's already gotten uh, matches booked for TNA. Uh, I think he's working the next set of tapings. Yeah. So, yeah, he uh, he came out, um, kind of uh, kicked Moose in the head, and then went in the crowd, celebrated, tore his T-shirt off to show a TNA shirt underneath, and that's how yeah. they went off the air. It was Very pretty cool. cool. I liked uh, him tearing his shirt, and it was TNA underneath there. It's just... I thought that was really neat. Um, and yeah, he also has a match booked for GCW with Matt yeah. Cardona. Matt Cardona's everywhere. Um, so yeah, pretty cool. Um, I think that really capped off and turned it into a uh, positive experience. Like, it's like, oh, okay, that's cool. Cause at the end, I'm like, eh, it was okay. Well- I, then, I was fine with the show, but yeah, yeah. you got to you got to realize we didn't know shit going in. So True. really, really, I think No Surrender, which I think is their next uh, pay-per-view, mm-hmm. will be kind of more of a barometer on our opinion on TNA. Because sure. Hard to Kill was was kind of, you know, we're going in with, with cold feet or, yeah, we don't, we just don't know what's going on. And yeah. maybe, maybe next time we'll have a little bit better understanding of the current uh, landscape of TNA. For sure. So. Absolutely. But yeah, I, I think overall I enjoyed it. Uh, like I just said, I just had a uh, nev- negative experience in my viewing, but it wasn't because of the product. It was just in general. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I'm excited to see where TNA goes from here. 
Um, I don't think I'm going to be spending $40 on a pay-per-view again. Um, we'll see. We'll see how the next card shapes up. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, up next, let's get into some WWE stuff. Um, SmackDown, we were actually live on the air during SmackDown recording the last episode. And uh, Austin Theory and Carmelo Hayes had a scary spot where they both landed on their head. Um, I'm thinking they're both okay. Carmelo wrestled on NXT. Uh, we haven't heard too much about Austin Theory, but he has. He's been in posting. the hospital with a neck brace. No, I'm yeah, just no, uh, but he's, he's been posting like, like pictures all over the place. Like he's probably fine. Uh, <laughs> that that's that's how you know they're good. He's just posting shirtless pictures on Instagram and Twitter. He's good. Um, but yeah, I, I'm hoping they're both okay. Like I said, Carmelo wrestled on NXT, so he's definitely okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's really all we have from SmackDown um, because that was a week ago at this point. Uh, but Raw, uh, we had a DIY versus Dominic Mysterio and JD McDonough. I thought this match was really good. Um, but yeah, then our truth. Yeah, it was a good tag match. I can't, yeah. I can't really add anything to it um, yeah. because this. I kind of skimmed Raw because mm-hmm. I had to work Monday and Tuesday. But what I saw of of uh, Raw, this was the best match from what yeah. I could tell. Oh so. yeah, for sure. Um, our truth. Still thinks he's in the Judgment Day. A lot of funny stuff. Um, he, apparently, he was out in the parking lot selling Judgment Day T-shirts that have him on it. Uh, he made one for Tom and Nick Mysterio, which <laughs> Tom and Nick. Uh, someone tweeted that they don't understand it. I was like, Dominic. Tom I think it was Nick. Ethan. It probably was Ethan. I was like, you got to say it fast. He just thinks Dominic is two different people. Uh, so yeah. he was... Uh, Damien Priest was pissed off, and he said, well, here's your cut. And he handed him a bunch of money. He said, you all get a cut. So now they were kind of happy. They had a match. It was R-Truth and The Miz versus The Judgment Day. He said, do not tag in. He ended up tagging in, and he got his ass kicked. Um, but, yeah, it's just – I think it's funny. It, it kind of reminds me of Sami Zayn and The Bloodline, but R-Truth is a lot dumber. So, but Yeah, it, it, it's just a different dynamic to The to the Judgment Day. It, bring, yeah. it gives them something – different because really they'd been doing nothing but yeah feuding with various baby faces for the last year so this kind of explores more of their personality gives them something different to do which absolutely is cool. yeah it's a lot of fun um then we had xavier woods he's back uh he wrestled ludwig kaiser um it just feels like judgment or not judgment day uh imperium and new day are having this like crazy blood feud they're back and forth injuring each other it seems crazy and it it kind of makes me think they're building up to a return for biggie what if uh, biggie's in the rumble and he eliminates gunther and we get biggie and gunther for the ic uh at wrestlemania and then at elimination chamber you get a, a six-man tag and then at wrestlemania ic title biggie versus that would be incredible i love it if yeah. that's possible yeah, I, I would love to see Biggie back um after that horrible injury. And yeah, shit. Uh, it'd be great. Um, and then they're great. teasing doing Rhea Ripley versus Becky Lynch. Um, a lot of people think that might be the mania match, but quite honestly, Elimination Chamber is in might be the main event. Yeah. Of Elimination in, Chamber. Yeah. Because that in a way, that's Rhea Ripley's WrestleMania. It's in her, and it's in her yep. home country. Why not? I know like it's like, oh, we're so close to WrestleMania. Well, that's a WrestleMania match. No. That's a fucking stadium in her home country and main event. I think that's the way to do it right there. They can I have... would assume Bronson Reed and Grayson Waller will also get big spots yeah. on that card. I would so. hope so. Yeah, it's pretty cool. 
Um, so yeah, they're definitely teasing it. They had a nice little face to face. So we'll see. Uh, main event: Seth Rollins defeats Jinder Mahal. Um, Damian Priest hinted that he's going to cash in. Drew McIntyre stopped him. Didn't make a lot of sense because next week Drew McIntyre has a match with Damian Priest. Why wouldn't you let him cash in and then maybe make it a championship match? Um, yeah, but does he have the power to just make it a championship match? No, but ideally, exactly. like you, you would think it'd probably be a championship match. But yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I'm getting a little tired of the uh, Damian getting stopped yes. cashing in every week. It's getting a little tired. And uh, I will say, gender after uh, six years of being out of the main event scene, still sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's not the greatest. Um, I did like I was like, oh shit, he's gonna win. It was like um ten fifty, yeah, ten fifty eight. I was like, or ten fifty nine. I was like, right at the end, he hit his finisher. And I'm like, oh my god, he fucking won. And then he kicked out, got curb stomped, and lost. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was um entertaining i don't think it was the greatest match in the world but yeah no. it, it is what it was it was an uh, okay uh <laughs> tv main event and if seth rollins did tweak his knee maybe that you know hurt it yeah so. i uh i really hope seth didn't really fuck up his knee but we'll see um all right nxt we had oba femi uh he cashed in his breakout tournament contract to become the nxt north american champion um that happened like two weeks ago but we never talked about it um, so he's a champion. Then the Dusty Rhodes Classic started, uh, the men's, and we had Bra- the semifinals. They already had the first uh, round. I didn't write those down, but the semifinals is Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin. This team is a lot of fun. I'm kind of excited to see uh, more of them uh, versus Nathan Frazier and Axiom. Uh, and then Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes versus the LWO. Um, so, yeah, I'm thinking the finals is probably going to be Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin versus Trick Williams and Carmelo. And then Carmelo is finally going to turn on Trick. But yeah, um, and then Roxanne Perez wins a um, battle royal, which the final four of the battle royal turned into a fatal four way. I thought that was kind of interesting. It um, was ne- it was not needed. I wa- okay, so I've been <laughs> trying to keep it up with NXT the last few weeks, at yeah. least more than I had, and I watched this uh, women's battle royal thing, and then they turned it into a fatal four way at the end for literally no reason. Like you did not need to do that. And then yeah. Roxanne ended up winning. I, I guess it. They were trying to add more intrigue, but it mm-hmm. didn't. It just made me go, oh, man, I thought this was – like, I, I I like Battle Royals. I don't need them to turn into Fatal 4-Ways. Yeah. Battle Royals uh, that are designed to have one person left standing. There's no reason to – Yeah. Like, I don't know. Kind of goofy. Not needed. I opinion. used to do that with my action figures. I would have, like, a Battle Royal. The final two would be a singles match. Uh, where you had to win by pinfall. Okay, but that makes a little more sense, I guess. Yeah, I like the f- whole fatal four way concept is a yeah. little, little, little much, a little goofy. Yeah. Um, but I will say, outside of like the backstage skits and like goofy little movies that they like to make on NXT, uh-huh. they NXT has has a pretty fun product. Um, th- they always have at least one or two kind of sloppy matches, sure, every week. But that's to be expected since they're yeah, middle, exactly. Um, but yeah, if they could get away from the like corny backstage crap, then I would like watching that show more. But I ended so, up skipping most of it. I was listening to one of the Fightful podcasts today, and Sean Ross Sapp said that um, apparently the main roster won. I think Jeremy Borash is the one who's in charge of those corny uh, skits. Yeah. And apparently they want him to start making them for the main roster. Oh, um, no. So we might be seeing more of them. Hopefully, maybe not as corny, but 
Maybe uh, yeah, it's just with certain people in NXT, but the yeah. Tiffany Stratton farmhand one really took it over the top. Yeah. That one is extremely bad if you if you haven't seen that one. Well, I it's, mean, the thing is, is like they're not yeah. great actors, so it just comes off as like a fucking porno. Is what it reminds me. Dude, of. it is horrible. Yeah, every um, every single one of them. So that that's probably my biggest gripe with WWE yeah. right now is most of their backstage shit just looks phony as hell. Yeah. Even on the main roster, there's a lot of backstage stuff, like Judgment Day in their "quote unquote" clubhouse with the CRT like and purple <laughs> lights and smoke. It's, it's fine, but it just it it seems very like '90s action it, movies yeah. or like Power Rangers villain layer. Like yeah. I don't know, it just it, it's a little over the top. But I, kinda, I guess my guy like had his boiler room. So yeah, and it reminds me of like when Kane just had that like red room that had like a red light back in the day. Sure. Or Abyss or Abyss had the like chained up corner of the arena. So I it makes sense, but it is what it is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Cora Jade was supposed to win that battle royal, by the way. Um well, she yeah. didn't Roxanne Perez won. So well, yeah, I know. I'm just saying it's because I, I know, I know yeah. I, I was just making a joke. Yeah, dickhead. All no, right. I think I think the original idea was they were gonna get to Roxanne Perez versus Cora at a stand and deliver. Okay. I think I think Cora, some either one of them was gonna beat Lyra, and it was going to be uh mono and mono at a uh oh, stand and deliver. Does NXT have a show Rumble weekend? No, I think their next show would be uh is uh Vengeance Day. I don't think they have a show after. Okay. Uh, I I All think right. I think Vengeance Day is like the week or second week after um rumble so okay that makes sense all right well do you want to talk a little bit about aew the past week sure uh so how much aew did you watch this last week um clips on twitter yeah so typical um so i just had to throw that out there uh because <laughs> you'll always say something about aew and it's always a clip that you saw completely out of context which is fine i get it uh Anyways, here's a little bit about AEW. Collision. Uh, so Adam Copeland's still doing his like open challenge so that he can get back to Christian Cage. Uh, he wrestled Lee Moriarty, which is cool. I like Lee Moriarty. Um, Hangman wrestled J.D. Drake for whatever reason, but it was way better than it had any right being. Then we had uh, Deanna Perrazzo's big debut. She wrestled Red Velvet. She looks good. She's great in the ring. This is a big get for AEW's women's division. Whether people realize it yet or not, Deanna Perrazzo is one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Yeah. Um, and she's hot. And her, oh, yeah. Like, people like, are just like Like shit. most women's wrestlers. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, people were acting like she's fat or something. Yeah, I'm like, what? like, are what? you out of your mind? <laughs> like, I don't I just, get it. What, I couldn't what believe that when know? I saw it. I'm like, a body shaming. And, and like, I, and then someone said, Deanna. I'm like, no, what? Out of all people, not that you should body shame anybody, but her? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. she doesn't look like Viscera, guys. Um, Anyways, (laughs) and then the main event, we had uh, FTR versus House of Black. House of Black ended up winning. Um, Big brawl to end the show, like usual. Uh, And then right after, they had Battle of the Belts on Saturday, which, uh, I'll be honest, the Battle of the Belts thing does not work for me, and it has never been good in a title I don't think has ever changed hands on Battle of the Belts. And if it has, it's been a worthless title and maybe like once. Um, They had Jericho and Sammy versus uh, Big Bill and uh, 
Ricky Starks. And, of course, uh, they did not let Jericho win that because if they did, it would have been a riot in the streets. Yeah, the Jericho so, uh, the Jericho shit needs addressed, dude. It's Okay. Here, here's my here's my solution to Jericho. <laughs> it's and I don't know why this hasn't been done sooner. The best thing about Jericho his last few years in the WWE, from like 2009 to like 2016, 2017, right before he left, he would like go away for six months and he'd come back yeah. completely different, reinventing himself, doing something different, work mm-hmm. a program or two, and then he'd go away for another, you know, whatever, however long it took for him to tour with Fozzie. Ever since day one of AEW, he has been on the shows, on the pay-per-views, on the everything mm-hmm. from 2019 to 2024. This is the longest we've gone with Jericho in a long time. And I think that he just needs a long period away. He can come back and do something different. I, I think Jericho it was because I used to love it when Chris Jericho would come back and, and work a program and do something for a little while. Now, it it's like... It's the old expression of how can we miss you if you will not go away? And he has not gone away. He needs yeah. to go away, do something, come back completely different. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's my thing with Jericho. I honestly, like, he's in the middle of, like, a speaking out movement here where people are allegedly saying he allegedly did something, whatever. And I'm not here to say he did it or didn't. I don't fucking know. But it's just, I think the silence is way louder than if they would say something. Like, like, Sure. Either say it didn't happen or take him off TV and act like you're looking into it. At least, at the very least, you should yeah. look into it. Make sure Do nothing something. happened. But you need to fucking say something. Do not just continuously throw him out there. And like the crowd has completely turned on him. They're muting the crowd. I mean, they're not turning. that he was, he hasn't been particularly over in like three years yeah. now. But they're, so. they're booing him loudly. Like they actually muted the crowd on Wednesday. Like, yeah. it's just like, you got to do something because Dude. just putting him out there every week and acting like it's a, nothing happened is just kind of insane. He honestly should have went away after the initial Le Champion run because a- after that and when he started the like inner circle crap and then a bunch of other random feuds and then into the uh, JAS, uh-huh. which was just like inner circle, like he's just... <sighs> He's just working in circles and everybody that gets in a feud with him gets sucked into this feud for three, four months that nobody gets over from. And it does nothing but devalue both parties. So, yeah, he he definitely just needs a long extended period away. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So uh, let's hop over from collision battle of the belts to dynamite uh, last night. Um, Christian and uh, Dustin Rhodes had a uh, opener for the TNT Championship. Mm-hmm. Christian obviously won, but it was really good. Um, better than it had any right to be. Dustin's so great, even though he's old and can't can't hack it anymore. No, Dustin's great. Um, if he wasn't signed to AEW, I would like to see him in the Rumble. But oh, that'd be great. Gonna We're gonna talk uh, about potential uh, Rumble surprises in a few minutes here. Yeah, we're gonna do a little top five. It's the big return of the top five. Um, we also had Bullet Club Gold beating the Mogul Embassy for the uh, R- Ring of Honor six man belts. So uh, we're, I, I guess we're gonna have a claimed in uh, um, Bullet Club Gold for the uh, for both six man titles because acclaimed came out right after. So I, I think it's time um, to kind of unify them. 
because honestly, there's no need for Ring of Honor six man belts. They, yeah. Tony can barely book Ring of Honor as is. Like they need less belts over there. So the quicker they can get rid of some of the extra garbage on Ring of Honor, the better. So either way, the, I think this is a good good idea. Um, then we had the uh, Young Bucks promo, Ugh. and I guess they're leaning full heel. Really, you don't like it? Huh? Nah, not a fan. <laughs> I dig it. What else? I, honestly, Jordan, what else would they, would they do? How would they come back? Like, I, how would you present them in their return? You know, you're right. Like them being like just full on heels and stuff. It just feels like they're bringing up, like they're talking about cancerous um, people from other companies and shit like that. And it just feels like <laughs> all I they said know. was one line was that the was that the cancer was gone. That that that's yeah. the only thing that they said in. See, that's that's the other thing. I've seen a lot of white. Oh, they have to mention punk. And look, <laughs> I've been I've been number one Bucks hater on this podcast yeah. before. And yeah. and I have to say, this promo was good. I think that they are going to be more interesting now as heels than they've been in in a few years. I I'm I'm excited to see you know their whole pre- presentation and hopefully they do something different. And honestly, I think this is the best way to approach this. Um, <laughs> They feel? got the punk comment out of the way. Hopefully, uh-huh. they can kind of pe- keep punk out of his mouth, out of their mouth, and move on. But uh, yeah. I- I'm fine with this. Matthew and Nicholas Jackson. It's funny. It's yeah. cool. It's it's at least different because I've said this for years. The Young Bucks have not been interesting for to me, anyways, since they were running the junior tag division in New Japan. Mm-hmm. I have not been enthralled with the Young Bucks since because they haven't changed up their wrestling style. They've barely changed their persona. Like, please do something different. And they at least started presenting completely differently, and maybe they'll wrestle a little differently. Like, I know that they had the weird mustache thing going when yeah, I like that. the belt collector uh, gimmick, but that wasn't really much of a change. That was just – they were still doing the exact same shit and just dressing like Seth Rollins every week. Like, it – there wasn't much difference with yeah. them. So this is an actual seems to be big change. They were wearing suits like this is different. So I'm going to give it a chance, kind of like the Jack Perry thing and just see where it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't like their, their mustaches when they had them, but I will tell you, Hangman has a pretty fucking cool mustache right now. Yeah. He's uh he's leaning into the Magnum TA comparison. Yeah. Uh, so good for him. He he's you know he he's kind of rebounded from the whole uh, punk situation and the whole everything that he had going on for a while, and he seems to be getting um, back over. And it kind of looks like we're going to get uh, Samoa Joe versus Hook, or sorry, Samoa Joe versus Hangman versus uh, Swerve for the yeah. uh, championship at Revolution. Um, Samoa Joe and Hook. I'm just gonna skip over uh, Diana and, and um, Anna Jay because. I, I don't know exactly if we're going to get Deanna and Tony Storm at Revolution. We'll see. Time will tell with that. Still, once again, good to see Deanna in AEW. Um, yeah. But Hook and Smojo, have you watched this, Jordan? I know you I, haven't. You need I, to. I watched, like, clips of it. But, yeah, everything I saw looked fucking cool. So, um, See, I don't know how you can do that. Like, as a wrestling fan, get ruined on stuff because you're, you, you just see clips. Like, me, if I see a clip of something I haven't seen yet, I get pissed. Like I have to watch so, a, a match before I yeah, get on Twitter. I mean, I'm like that with WWE. Like I can like a WWE mm. pay per view, especially, I have to be watching it live. And and my dad would be like, 
I'm like, oh, I can't. I'm going to be late. He's like, well, then we'll restart it when you get there. I'm like, no. <laughs> I got to watch it live. And I want to be on Twitter when I'm watching it. I want to be able to tweet about it. I want to, like, that's how I am. WWE is my oh, I'm, shit. I'm phoned down when I'm yeah. watching a match. No, um, I, I, I'm, I'm all about the social part of it. But it's, to me, AEW it isn't something I, I wouldn't say I don't care about it. But it's just, I don't watch it every week. So to me, like, oh, cool, they had a match. And yeah, I want to check out that match, but I haven't yet. But it's not like something that I was just going to completely uh, ignore my phone so that I don't see what happened. You know, like, I, so I do know what you mean, but I, I didn't care enough to not check out spoilers. Here, here's, a little, here's a little tip for you. Mm-hmm. You should, if you, if you don't want to, like, watch AEW, that's fine. But I recommend doing what I do a lot of times with things that I don't want to really, like, sit down and give all my attention to in wrestling. I'll skim. I'll just kind of skim through the show and see if there's something that I want to watch or a certain person that I'm interested in. I'll stop and and watch and I'll kind of watch that way. And then if some some other clip looks interesting on Twitter, then I'll go back and kind of check that out, too. But a lot of times, you know, I'm not watching the whole three hours of Raw. I'm not watching the whole two hours of Collision, like Mm -hmm. things that haven't been interesting me in in weeks or months. I don't watch the whole thing. I will skim through and I will pick out what I want to see. So. And that that's how I I've watched wrestling for years. Certain shows I will watch the whole thing. It just depends, you know. So, but I made sure to check out the Smojo and Hook match. And yes, it was better than Jinder and Seth. But I I think that this it was a completely different style match. Yeah, Smojo and Hook was a sprint. It was under ten minutes, and it was really fun. And at the end, we see Swerve, we see Hangman. Um, so that kind of leads me to believe that we're going to get a three-way at Revolution. Sounds and I'm cool. not going to lie, the Revolution card seems to be pretty stacked already, and it's not till March, so that's exciting. It's like the first weekend of March, like March 3rd, I think, right? Yep. That's cool. Yeah. I, um... so they, they, they're finally starting to get a, 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 a pay-per-view card semi-booked before like two weeks away, which is yeah. which is great to see. That's cool. So. Yeah, I forgot what I was going to say there, but yeah, that, that's cool. It's definitely that's definitely a match that I'd like to check out. Like I, I didn't watch it on Wednesday, obviously, and I should probably just start DVRing AEW and just skimming yeah, through, like you said. That, that's that's all I. I mean, that's what I do with with lots of random shit that I, you know, the, with the Japanese promotions. I don't sit there and I, I don't, I don't watch full cards unless I have nothing else to do and I'm like cleaning or something. Then I'll turn it on. Yeah. What I do is I just watch certain matches that seem interesting to me i don't I, like i don't have all the time in the world where i can you know watch three hours of raw two hours of smackdown two hours of collision i skim and i find what i think is pertinent what's important and i watch that you know so. sure yeah um did you see that cage match has to change the way they allow people to rate their stuff because people were were uh review bombing um the raw match with gender and seth <laughs> Well, I mean, look, this I know that we use cage match as far as like looking at pay-per-views and and seeing the cards a thing. But we don't we try not to go off of the rating of cage match because it's literally like 50 to 100 people, uh, their opinion on a wrestling match. Like it's not it's not that important as far as an overall rating. It Um, is Tony Khan. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I, I think that. 
this kind of sucks, you know, because cage match it should be used as a tool. It's a database to uh-huh. see what wrestlers are doing what. It's not used as a tool to be your like letterboxed, you know. Yeah. Like you can, but there's a lot of bullshit going on in the IWC and with with people jumping on cage match and acting like a dumbass over a wrestling match. I think them them like showing how people review bomb things like people are gonna review bombing in both ways say oh that's five stars no doubt jinder mahal yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck sure. tony khan and then people are yeah. gonna say oh tony khan was right this match fucking sucked zero stars and it just shows you how fucking dumb tony khan is for taking into account how important <laughs> he uses oh the cage to match be, okay. <laughs> to be to be fair to be fair to tony i i think what he meant by the cage match thing was he reads social media comments, and I think he views cage matches kind of like a wrestling social media. And you could read underneath where people rate, sure, people yeah, will leave reviews. And I think he kind of reads those reviews and just kind of sees what people think that way. I don't think that Tony meant that he uses cage match to book his entire company <laughs> like people are acting. I I think it was kind of taken, you know, out oh, to sure out to pasture. I and I'm not saying that Tony should be using cage match to to book if that's is what he's doing. If that's what he's doing, he's a dumbass. But I think that he's just kind of, you know, taking comments from cage match and kind of taking them into account. That makes sense. You know? Um Booker so. of the Year cage match. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. This is this is common knowledge. Someone said that it's like he uh puts in uh he puts his cards into uh, like TEW, one of those booking simulators, and yeah. tell, it tells him how how good the card does on that, and then that's how he books. So, <laughs> but no, um, yeah. So that's our wrestle roundup for this week. Um, I guess we'll go ahead and hear a couple words from our friends over at In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. Yeah. Hey everybody, I'm Soda. And I am Ethan. And we are In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. We are a NASCAR podcast that talks about the past week's race, and we review the upcoming race for the Trucks, Xfinity, and the Cup Series. Yes, we also host a fun and interactive NASCAR Fantasy Cup Series where participants can win up to $500 in prizes each season. $500 in prizes. Yes, and the best part is, it's completely free to join. No subscription, no Patreon, just pick your driver each week for a chance to win prizes. The participant with the most points at the end of the season wins an actual In the Marbles Fantasy Cup Series Championship trophy. That's right, an actual trophy. So we hope you will join us next time on In the Marbles with Southern Ethan. And before we get out of here, you got anything you want to add? As always, peace, love, and all the above. And we'll see you in the marbles. All right, we're back. And uh, the Royal Rumble is in about a week. Uh, we're going to talk about the Royal Rumble next week, I'm sure. Uh, but we figured we got to bring back a top five. And uh, just like every other top five we've done, I just threw mine together um, during that small little break we had there. Um, and I, I think it's pretty interesting. There's some weird names on here. I'm sure there's way better names that I could think of. Um, but I'm excited to hear Joe's so that I can feed off of those as well after um, I tell you mine because he wants me to go first because, like I said, mine's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, you just threw yours together. I've had mine kind of preloaded. <laughs> yeah, and have... you, on the other hand, just threw yours together. So I'm kind of interested to see what you came up with in yeah. 30 seconds. I had a really busy day, and I was thinking about it throughout the day. Then I get to it, I'm like, fuck, fuck. <laughs> All <laughs> right, okay. So number five, it's the only woman on my list, and it's technically two women. Um, Lay cool. All right. I don't want to fucking see Michelle McCool again unless we get Layla too. 
<laughs> and All right. That would be a waste of two spots, um, but I think it would be worth it. Um, okay. That That's number five. It's definitely not the greatest, okay? Number six. Uh, recently, said, Number six? <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, I have it situated <laughs> where I started at five, and when I press enter, it's six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, number, my number God, four. Dude. I'm tired. Number four. Um, he just recently signed a Legends deal. Um, Ken Shamrock. Okay. 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 So 60-year-old uh, Ken Shamrock. Yep, I think it'd be a fun... Royal I would Rumble be down with that. Yeah. So the Royal Rumble, here's my views on the Royal Rumble. It should mostly be people who have a chance to win it. Like people, are, okay, he could win it. He's a main eventer. Um, it should not be fucking random tag teams. And then the people that have no yeah. shot. In winning, I don't want to see Alpha Academy. I yeah. don't want to see like, I like Gable and Otis, but, but damn, I don't need yeah. to see them in the rumble. I and don't it, need to see any Vikings. I don't need to see like, you know, yeah. Um, but if you're gonna have maybe ten people in it that have no shot at winning, I want it to be a fun fucking legend that we haven't seen in a while. Or I mean, Ken Shamrock like, is the most dangerous man in the world, so exactly. I'd imagine he has he a shot. Win. Yeah. Um, and he just recently signed a new deal. Um, I mean, he had a figure out in the last two years, but I know he just signed a new one. Um, which I think kind of has something to do with the fact that the Endeavor UFC merger, he might be going into the Hall of Fame this year. Um, I think it'd be cool, Ken Shamrock. And he still kind of wrestles. I think he was wrestling. Yeah, but Ken Shamrock and Dana White have a very on and off relationship, and I think they're like off right now. Okay, so well, they better get on. Yeah, Ken Shamrock. <laughs> Kim Shamrock is always chirping at Dana White. So. Okay, all right. Well, the Shamrock family always beefs with with the UFC. So my next one is also someone who just recently signed a Legends deal, um, and I think we'll probably go in the Hall of Fame this year because they're in Philadelphia. ECW. It's the Sandman. I don't know if he has working legs, if he can wrestle, um, but I'm hoping. So he can... you want to see some drunken wrestling? In, yeah, uh, I think yeah. he can come out, smash a beer on his head, try and bring a kendo stick into the rumble, get tossed out, get a cheap pop. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, and I, I could see like some ECW people going into the Hall of Fame this year, including Sandman. Um, and I know he just signed a Legends deal, so that could be cool. Uh, number two. Um, Matt Cardona, Zack Ryder. I don't think this is going to happen because he's on Jericho's cruise ship that weekend. Um, but you never know. It'd be cool. Um, I wanted him last year. and I don't think he's going to sign with WWE, but I think he'd be a really fun Rumble appearance. He's one of my uh, honorable mentions. Yeah, I think that'd be a lot of fun. And number one is someone I think might actually be in the Rumble um, for sure. And it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. I, mm. I could I could see him coming out, maybe face to face to CM Punk. Um, I don't know if he's gonna end up having a match at WrestleMania, but I think he's gonna come out, have a good time in the rumble match, last a couple minutes, um, at least, and get thrown out. Maybe not. So, maybe he'll win the fucking thing. I doubt that. But yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I think that'd be cool as shit to see him. Huge pop, I'm sure. So what's your top five? Okay. Uh so my top five goes as this. Number five, I have Andrade. Okay. Um, oh yeah, I didn't think this, of that. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is heavily rumored, but I I assume that this would be the spot to debut him. Um so number four, I have Naomi uh returning to WWE, uh throw her in the women's rumble. I think this is the spot to do it. Again, heavily rumored, so that's why she's all the way down here at four. Um n- my number three is uh Okada. Um yeah. this is this is also not 
likely to happen, I guess, but we'll see. Uh, I, I, stranger things have happened. Maybe he can get some sort of uh, agreement with New Japan to be allowed in the Rumble. I could see um, it. You know, because it, it's only a few days before his contracts expire. Uh, I have to look at New Japan's schedule and see if there's any like dates that day um, mm-hmm. or close. But we'll see. Uh, my number two is uh, Sasha Banks making her return to WWE in the Royal cool. Rumble. In the men's Royal Rumble, specifically. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> no uh, Sasha Banks making her return to WWE. Um, sucks at Charlotte's hurt. Otherwise, we could have got a big uh, four-horsewoman match somehow at WrestleMania where they're all involved. Um, I don't know what Sasha would do at Mania if she uh, returns, but maybe her and Naomi could take the tag straps at, at Mania. I don't know. That'd be cool. interesting and kind of a nice know. way to wrap up that thing, that whole uh, saga. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my number one is AJ Lee. Um, oh. I think that would be a uh, quite the surprise. And with Mr. Phil Brooks back, in the men's rumble, it'd be cool to have AJ Lee back in the women's. Yeah, rumble. I mean, he said in the past that she can't come back because she's really messed up. But a rumble, a rumble, but, yeah, maybe, I maybe think, it's a little different, you know. Yeah, I, I could see it happening. Um, I for, this morning we talked about doing this top five, and I I didn't take mine necessarily as serious. I just did some like random names. Hey, that's fine. Um, those three in specific, but I yours is great, and I do like all of those picks. Um, yeah. I have a couple I have Cardona of, as kind of an honorable mention, by yeah. the way. I so. have uh, MJF as a potential, um, although I think he resigned and I think he's getting surgery or fixing his arm. Uh, but it, it's yeah. uh, it's possible if Mercedes. Dude, Monet, it'd be so crazy if he pulled a Pillman and and he tells Tony Khan up until that day he's like, "Oh, just send the contract over. I'll sign. I'll sign it. Yeah. I'll sign it. I'll sign it." <laughs> Doesn't sign it and then signs with WWE. Like, oh, oh that'd be so crazy. <laughs> but I don't think that's happening. Yeah, um, I have The Rock. I think that's possible. Mm, sure, um, yeah. especially with him randomly returning. A lot of rumors. Um, that what about could Goldberg? Do be... you think Goldberg could show up? Sure. I mean, I don't see why not. Apparently, he, he's, he's bitching about though. having a. Yeah, he's bitching about not having a last match. So maybe not. I have Okada written down as well. Um, I was when I was thinking of random names, I thought of Karma, uh, Kia Stevens, um, Awesome Kong. Um, yeah. Just, <laughs> I remember That's she. Cool. Ha- no, I. Yeah. I would love that. I'd love uh, to see her pop up in TNA. That would be really cool, especially with her history there. And then my last name I had on this honorable mention list is X Pac, uh, just because he kind of hinted. He, I would say he hinted. He straight up said, "Yeah, not going to happen. I, I'm not in good enough shape to take my shirt off right now." And I'm like, eh, that sounds like s- something someone would say if they're going to be in their own. Dude, not even a few <laughs> months ago, he shared a picture of him and he had abs still. Like, yeah. no way. Like the dude definitely is in at least decent shape. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Um, no, cool. I I think I think those are all great um, honorable mentions. I hope that we get somebody fun like we did uh, with Booker. Um, yeah. I don't know, Nick Aldis. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Get him a little. Be, I mean, it's too soon in my opinion. But yeah. uh, but yeah, maybe maybe next year we can see a Nick Aldis. Uh, Triple H, Triple H pops in oh. the Rumble. Be I know that he medically can't, but it would be great to see my favorite in the Rumble. Yeah. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg <laughs> would be interesting if we're going that route. Um, yeah. you, I guess you could have Rob Gronkowski trot out there with uh, Mojo. Sure. Does that does that get you going? Does that does that not really? Not really. No? Okay. I um, mean, I don't. I think it'd be fun. Um, where are they at? They're in 
Tampa? Tampa. Yeah, Tampa. He did just he played in Tampa his last year, didn't he? Yeah, that's kind of why I was thinking that. Yeah. I was I was in my head thinking, you know, uh Florida people. So that's kind of why I was thinking uh Matt Cardona would be easy because I'm pretty sure he lives in Orlando. Yeah. But he's he, gonna be on the Jer- Jericho cruise that weekend. Yeah, um, but I think that Jericho cruise, he can also be he could also get off if sure. you don't have to like you know, I, I think that they stop at different places. I don't mm-hmm. think that it's like a continuous. I, I don't know how it yeah. works, but I would assume that they could work something out there. Uh, John Cena. That I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, he did just post on his Instagram a uh, hourglass uh, yeah. running out um, symbolic of his wrestling career. So we'll see. Maybe he gets a, a, a program started at the Rumble for WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Of I don't know else. who he. I don't know who Cena would work with this year at WrestleMania, but I, I don't either. I really. I, I would really. like to. I would like to see him on the card. Okada. That'd be, yeah, that'd be, cool. be interesting. That'd definitely be interesting. But yeah, the Royal Rumble is always fun. I I hate when they announce like 27 names and then you got to think, oh, who's who's the three surprise people? No, I want 10 surprise people. <laughs> I don't I think. You. I think they should announce like less than 10 people and then just let us ride out and see who comes out. Um, but I really don't like when tag teams are in it. Um, this is probably the first year that I'll be okay with the Usos being in it. Um, just because like they're both single stars now. Um, but yeah, like you said, I, I don't need alpha Academy in there. Uh, if, if you need to put one of them in there, put one of them in there and then have Otis or the other ones stand on the outside with Maxine. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I, I don't, we don't need tag teams. We need people who feel like they can win it. Uh, people who are going to contribute to the match and surprises. <laughs> surprises yeah, are I the agree. only people that I want in there that have no shot, like fucking Gilbert or something. Don't fuck put Gilbert. Sure. There, but you know what I mean? Uh, luckily, we haven't had a lot of uh, surprises or a lot of names announced so far. For the bin, we've only had Nakamura, CM Punk, Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Cody Rhodes, and Gunther. So yeah, that's all huge names. names which yeah. Is, yeah, and those are all, you know, expected type of names. For sure. Um, and then in the women, all we have announced is Becky, Bailey, Nia, uh, Nia, Nia Jackson, uh, Bianca. So that's yeah, it. It's not a lot of names. So, um, and the women's rubble hardly ever has a ton of announced. So sure. I'm sure uh, there'll be some tag teams in that one. The one year, a couple years ago, they announced like all the fucking returning legends for the women's rubble. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Ever- yeah. I remember that. So yeah. stupid. Yeah. So dumb. Ooh, Rey Mysterio is probably uh one that's he's not gonna come because he's been away, he's been injured. But sure. apparently yeah, it's a smaller yeah. end, you know, return yeah. that, that that might happen. It, so. It'll still get a pop. It's Rey yeah. Mysterio. Oh, yeah. Even sure. if he was on every week, he'd still get a pop. Do you think uh I know we'll talk more rumble next week, but do you think a fifth match gets added to the card? Because outside of the two rumble matches, all we have is Logan Paul and Kevin Owens for the US title and uh Roman, uh, LA Knight, Randy, and AJ for the Universal. So it's only four matches right now. Right now, yeah, and we only have a week left of television. I guess week and a half, but maybe what like do ugh, I don't know. Probably like not. I don't know what other I don't know what other feud they could heat up enough. Yeah, I mean there there's other feuds that exist, but I don't know what else they can throw on there. I mean, I guess if if Seth is hurt, hurt, then you could easily put a some sort of world title thing on there. But, yeah, yeah, that's not a lot. That four matches, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, last year they had five. So yeah, I, could I would see expect them adding, something like, being yeah. added, but I don't know what. Maybe a tag team match of some sort. Maybe the Judgment Day versus. Yeah, I don't know. 
Well, the problem with the Jesuit Day is they've kind of ran through every team on Raw at this point. Yeah, they, they need unless to go to they do like, for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, unless they do like Judgment Day and DIY or something. I don't know. Yeah, huh, we'll see. Yeah, uh, I'm sure we'll have a better idea next week when we talk Royal Rumble. But yeah, yep. I think that's it for our show. Do you have anything to add? Not at this time. All right. Well, that's episode 49. Oh, I do, have, I do have something to add. How about them Cowboys? Yeah, how about them, huh? How about dude, hopefully the Chiefs don't suffer the same fate this weekend? <laughs> dude, the fucking uh the Eagles fan at work. He's a fucking I hate him. He he has like an English <laughs> accent. He thinks he's all cool. He he comes up to me, he's like, How about them cowboys? And I'm like, Oh, how about them Eagles? And he's like, Yeah, don't be talking if you lost too, yeah. weirdo. And he's like, Well, well, and I'm like, I feel like the Eagles did worse than the Cowboys. He's like, Yeah, but Cowboys were the first seed. I'm like, Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, but. you still you still both lost. <laughs> yeah, and the Cowboys at least looked like they were gonna have a comeback, and then they fucking didn't. But did they? No, I wouldn't say they looked like they were gonna have a comeback, but they is being they, down by two scores. Uh, they the started. Start they, they started to score towards the end, like they picked up at the end. Somehow, Dak went into the first half with like a hundred yards, and then he ends the game with four hundred, but still lost. It's That's great. what happens when you're throwing a ton trying to get back into <laughs> yeah. into games. Yeah, I'm, I'm really I'm excited for the uh, for the Chiefs game. Um, I will probably be watching it at Uncle Bill's. Uh, I'm gonna be hanging out watching the. Chiefs, this is Patrick Mahomes' first road playoff game in his whole wow. career. Wow. Who are they playing? Ever. Uh, Buffalo, in Buffalo. So, it would be a good Buffalo. game. I don't either. Yeah. I, don't... I, I respect them because they're da- they they're damn good. But, I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I I just – I think they're kind of a boring team. Not gonna Josh, uh, Josh Allen is cool, but he's kind of a pussy. He so. kind of weirds me out. I don't know something about him. Strange. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's our show for this week. Go check out our podcasting friends. Um, we got the fully posable wrestling figure podcast. Um, we got the three brews podcast. We got in the marbles with soda and Ethan and the tales from the estate. Um, tales from the estate. They did. Uh, they were trying live on their show. They were eating canned meats like spam, mm. and like anchovies and fucking. Um, yeah, it sounded disgusting. <laughs> but it was a good show. It was a good show. Go check them all out. Um, but yeah, that's that's it for our show. Thank you so much for listening and come back next week for more stolen gimmicks. Bye bye. As long as it takes to get what's rightfully mine.